0: what's up guys we're gonna do we're gonna try something a little bit new we got a little bit short of time today but we're gonna try and get through just like a little like jib jab little uh, back and forth on a couple little things and and see if we can get something across in a little bit shorter time and we were just kind of bsing off air for a sec like what topic we want to talk about and both of us like kind of came to the same conclusion I was like let's take 60 seconds and see what's top of mind for us and the first thought I'll say it's a little hyperbolic it's that it's that I'm as a viewer, not a content creator and not somebody who enjoys interacting with his with his following. Because I, I gotta tell, I love I still love that. I still love being there. I love interacting. I love mm-hmm. DMing people. I love talking to people. I love seeing, you know, what sort of things people are struggling with. And, and that's obviously just what I do. I'm I'm just enjoy being an educator and and communicating with real people and all that stuff. But as a viewer, as like someone who has his own feed, right? Uh, I've never been more bored with it, I guess. And maybe specifically from a health and fitness content. And, and I'll I'll put a bunch of disclaimers there. It's obviously, this is what I do for work, and I spend a lot of time on the app. Um, you know, this is not what I do for work, by the way. I mean, this space is where I am, and I'm in this space for work, and I'm on this app a lot. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling like, again, maybe it's me, not the average person, but I'm feeling like there's just so much, like there's so much competition for people's attention that it's just getting out of hand and we're using such hyperbole and making mountains out of molehills and it, it desensitizes me because I go, I scroll through stuff and I'm like this is just not helpful 99% of the time um, and the stuff that is helpful is just never the kind of stuff that I think, I think rarely, I think some people do a really good job but the stuff that I'm scrolling through I'm like this person's really helpful, this person's really helpful, it's like it's not always the person who's getting the most play on social media and I just think like I just wish it's funny because I and you, we we make health and fitness content on social media and I would at the same time like people to follow less people in health and fitness on social media. Like it, like people are getting way too many stimuli from way too many different places on social media. And I'm curious if like, I don't know, maybe we're just in this place right now where social media is so competitive. There's just so many voices and we're, and the the organic reach of you know, like how, um, how much your post gets shown to your followers is so low that people are fighting tooth and nail to be more polarizing than ever. It's just, it's turning into a crazy place. My feed is just crazy lately. Have you felt this too? 100%.
1: 100%. I, I actually think I would love to like maybe name this podcast a little bit of like a social media cautionary tale in a way. Because, you know, now the fact that like when we talk about, you know, even just precision nutrition posts today about stress bots. And like, I think we know this from like a statistical standpoint. It's like people, like the fact that dopamine and one of the things they talk about, like doom scrolling, it's like people actively do this now. Like, we use social media to numb out or like you're saying, as far as like things that are maybe more incendiary, like to cause a reaction and it's not super healthy in us, right? And so I think if you are going to social media trying to fill something, like I know I'm fully guilty of opening it up, seeing like, entertain me, please, it's like, you know, give me something. And it's really not hitting. I think to your point, really reducing the kind of content you consume and what you have in your feed is a really healthy practice, just like anything else, no different than, Going to your pantry and stale chips, right? Stale mm-hmm. posts. This person doesn't excite me anymore. Maybe they had a purpose at one point in time, but they no longer serve me, or I actually feel really awful every time I see them come through my feed. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, practice and exercise that I think we could all benefit from from a, on a lot of levels.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I I I feel like some of the most inspirational content we find is like you said, Jordan is outside of the health and fitness space. And, um, and perhaps that's like my own personal bias because that's also sort of where I'm at in my own, like evolution as a person, I'm a lot more invested in healing and trauma recovery and those kinds of things. And how, and how those things affect not only how your body feels and how your body has changed, but also like how you perceive your body. And so when, when I'm coming from it, from that standpoint, and then we're, we're scrolling through content that is so, um, outside in focused, that's so like, that so like dangles the carrot of, you know, if you, if you become a more attractive, pleasing version of yourself, um, you may never experience negative emotion again, but it's like, like that is just not, uh, it's not a helpful promise. And I think it's a place where people can, spin their wheels and spend a lot of time. Like, obviously I feel like a big part of my evolution as a person has come through my health and fitness journey, but it's also, it needs to, the, what the, the, I actually find like, like TikTok a lot more rewarding than Instagram, um, because it, it, because of like the, the like learning element, the personal anecdote element and Instagram these days can seem so much more just about, um, uh, selling in a perfection contest. It, it's it's so ironic
1: because on TikTok, and I would agree with TikTok, is that they are so more about being themselves than they are about being a filtered, edited, curated version. So people that actually are kind of edited and curated on TikTok don't actually like don't do a lot, don't do do a well. lot really well yeah. um, because people come to TikTok because it's like you have, I mean, obviously the time limitations and things like that, but the platform is really designed to either create a vul- space for vulnerability or just n- like normalizing people and humans, which is mm-hmm. really why I enjoy it. And I think that's also kind of the same way with content and maybe, and maybe it's being a little bit unfair because we all have been in this space for a very long time. And so I don't want to like disc creators that are, this is really important to them to like share this certain aspect or things of it, but are you doing it because you feel like you have to, or you're doing it because you want the likes and the validation, and you might not even know that's what you want, right? Or is it really purposeful in educating and bringing people closer to themselves instead of pushing them away? Because I think a lot of this content is so polarizing, and it if you look at it long enough, you really, really see what it's trying to do, which is, you know, we were joking about it through text history, and I'm like, they might not have intended... To post something like this but they really did
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> they meant it you know? yeah well it's like so much how much of communication is like between the lines right in like the subtext
0: yeah yeah there's um
2: the, yeah the, Go ahead, sorry.
0: The, i think that i'm gonna make a very generalized statement i'll add some context is that um i think that there's a lot of like the topics that are really hot right now in our space all revolve around like hormones and metabolism. There's a lot of heal your metabolism. There's a lot of like you need HRT. There's a lot of like you need to help your fix your hormones and stuff. And it, it is um, it's something that I every time I see it, I'm like people just don't need to be thinking about this at all. And it gets me thinking about kind of like maybe we maybe there's an element of and I, I want to say that there's a percentage of people who come to social media and they learn something and it's helpful. And so there's people who know less. Then they, on social media, they learn more and it's helpful. That's great. There are There is that context that exists yeah. for sure. But there's a lot of people who are that person, don't know a lot, come to social media, learn some stuff and they get excited about it. And then they dive in deep. and And it's funny because like, I almost want people to like, once you've learned the basics, it's almost probably better for you to not dive deeper because it ends up being a rabbit hole that 99% of people don't need to go down. It's like maybe, Mm. you know, whenever I see this like hormones and metabolism and not not that there's not anything to learn there that's valuable, I just think, hey, we gotta think about this less. And then I think "Maybe maybe we just need to think about this whole health and fitness game a little bit less, like most people, it, the irony, it's like a paradox of like, I think about it so much that that's actually the downfall. And if I thought about it less, and, and my a proxy for thinking about it less might be just stopping earlier in your education and just learning really the basics. It's like, it's like knowing more about the intricacies of your hormone health as an average person ironically might actually be worse psychologically now you think it's super complicated you you're deep you deprioritize the basics you have all this new this lens of the of life that you look through that makes everything feel complicated and unattainable and like something's wrong with you and and I just think like the constant pursuit of like optimizing fitness like only exaggerates our obsession with our the external and how we look and it's almost like you know, this person who gets really excited, you know, I have clients who do this all the time, and they're like, uh, they, you know, they come to me, they don't know a ton, obviously, and then we learn a lot together, and it's really great, and then they'll be like, hey, I just bought this book, and it's like, you know, I got really, they're really excited about learning more, and they, you know, P, this guy, Peter, Dr. Peter, Peter Atiyah just bought, uh, came out with the book, whatever, I'll, I'm using that as an example, but it's like a very advanced book that goes through a lot of intricate processes and stuff like that, and it's like, just think most people should just might be better off stopping their education before they go into the depths of like the, the, these nuances and intricacies. And I think that that's ironically what's all the rage right now on social media because you can't be Jordan, Syatt and Carter Good anymore and just be like, "Hey, calorie deficit. If you're not in deficit, you're not you're eating too much." Like you can, but like that, that we're 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 almost too good for that content now, and it's it's sad because the the percentage of content these days that's about. Gut health, metabolism, hormones, instead of like eat fiber, sleep, walk, hug your loved <laughs> ones, have meaningful work, get go out in nature. And I know that this, there's a there's some people who are still doing that stuff and the basics, but like I feel bad for people who are coming into the space right now because you're getting bombarded with stuff that probably makes this feel so freaking complicated. Like a very generalized, like headline that you could clip from this podcast would be like, most people need to unlearn and learn less and know less about nutrition and they'd be better Mm -hmm. off. Um, And that's unfortunately like not going to be the outcome. If I scroll through my, it's funny as you were talking, I was like, let me scroll through my feed and just get inspired. That's just what I saw. It was a lot of things that were like, Hey, the average person's got to be like really confused right now. And that's unfortunate.
1: Which I think sometimes I feel like our page has kind of gone that way too, because and obviously initially, you know, when we first started counting macros, gosh, it's almost eight years ago now mm. that we started doing that. And like the content that we would create, it doesn't, I mean, I guess it's no different than anything else, right? It doesn't like create the dopamine things anymore for us because we realize it's so much more than your macro numbers, right? Mm. Like it's so much more than just like, it, it's just, it's, would it's you simple, mind if I ask you a question? Now,
0: I know that you're, yeah. you're probably, I, you know I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna try and say it the right way. When when did you realize that? Because I know I've scrolled back in your page, and you, we, you and I have ta- we, the three of us have talked about like how we met each other the first time and just like our initial. Not that not that I had any of these initial. That was thoughts. my favorite
1: but, part of our first but, podcast together. If you guys haven't listened to how Jordan like harshly judged us, it's no, exactly. that's not
0: true. But, but 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 my point is that like that like we all have an evolution, and 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 if you look mm-hmm. back at your like couple first iterations of yourself in the space, like. It's I'm not saying you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know shit. I, I, I did things wrong. And most of us probably have some element of those too, But I don't want to say that that's always the case or that that's the case for you guys. But was what was the moment for you guys when you were like, hey, like like you guys have talked about how wanting to take macros out of your profile name. Like we've had that discussion where you're like, hey, like we know that macros are still re- relevant, but we've grown so much that it's it's not perfectly, I won't put words in your mouth, but like perfectly reflective of where you guys are as coaches and content creators. And so what was, was there like a inflection point or just a general transition over time where you guys were like, yeah, maybe it's about more than just, I mean, your page literally started off as like a, how to eat out here are the macros at different restaurants, which by the way, mega helpful, but it probably felt way more important to you then than it feels now.
2: Mm. My gosh, this is such a great question.
0: Um, Because you guys are like the most like the most in tune with what's actually important. And that's why I'm so excited for what we're going to do with the mentorship. But like you guys are like really just like so in tune with this idea of like macros are important. We, and you know, whatever, tra- thermodynamics is a thing, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of shit going on under the hood and there's a lot going on upstairs and there's a lot of things we have to work through. And you guys are so on the pulse of that, but it didn't it didn't start that way. I, I think, by the way, that maybe it did. No,
1: it, it fully evolved that way. And you know what the evolution was from? The evolution was from coaching. Because we know you can only take so many people through successful deficits over and over again, and maintenance phases or reversal phases, and then you find out that they're not actually getting any better. They're just spinning their wheels constantly on the next time that they can lose weight, or the next time that they can get, you know, more pounds lost, or it's just never enough. And then you're like, what is this gap we are missing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we not seeing? What are we not Even for ourselves, I really think like a a real turning point for us had got to be the pandemic is when we had the, you know, before we started working with you, Jordan, that was probably a really pivotal moment where weight loss got actually really toxic for us. Um, And really, it was a, it was a really hard time to to be like this. I had disordered thoughts for the very first time ever. Like, you know, through all this like fun, happy, I love macros journey, you know? And then like, even now, sometimes we flat back, we're like, Ooh, even though it was, we said it was all for education. Like, were we doing some crazy stuff? Like taking pocket scales everywhere and like weighing every little thing that we ate. But I mean, it was so fun. Like it, But at the same time, I mean, who people think that, right? Like I'm doing this for my health I'm doing really good things. And I'm not saying you're not, but it's really easy to like justify the things that you're doing with some of these things, not really addressing the overall problem or the underlying problem, right? And I think that's kind of what exposed it. It was like, Heidi had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I had had the first, like- eating disorder type thoughts that i had ever had in my like life period. Right. And it was like, Oh, maybe like weight loss cannot actually solve everything, mm. you know? And I think once you get curious about that, it, you realize like, sure, you can want all those things. And we're so happy to support you through your aesthetic goals and what you want. But at the same time, like we saw other stuff to work
2: on that arguably is more transformative and longer lasting. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Second. every you just said i mean i i think it's a couple things um you know when you were talking about you know learn diving too deep or learning too much i i had this like this random memory pop up of how um ocd my grandmother was about germs to the point where like she wouldn't allow us to eat the bottom of our ice cream cone because she would imagine that like the cashier had like put it on the counter oh, and you know that definitely. kind of a thing oh, yeah. um and and <laughs> Like told me this story about like in a hotel about don't touch the top of the comforter. Just imagine like a greasy old beard, like bearded guy. Like, and I think about that every freaking time I'm in a hotel room, right? Um, so I mean, obviously, case in point, like I come from a neurodivergent family. And uh when you when we started to use your words, actually, Jordan, you talked about how a lot of people start because they want to avoid pain, right? Matt and I had always been perceived ourselves to be misfits and on sort of the outside of like the cool crowd, you know, not athletic, not um, like, you know, those those kinds of things. So being able to figure out how to get results, like, I mean, our brains were like boiling in dopamine for like two straight years, just like, and we solved this riddle and figured this out and this equation and Oh, just like, just like over um, and over. And in it. Like, oh, we dove yeah. in So deep.
1: And it oh, was just like, gosh. And, and to the point of like another macro mom, we were smoking everyone. Oh my like, gosh. Not even close as far as like the way the leaps, the logic leaps we would make about mm-hmm. things. Right.
2: Yeah. we I mean, we felt, uh, it, it was, it was amazing. It w- it felt like a, like a revolution, right? Like, like anybody can do this. Anybody can do this like you can count macros going out to eat you can count macros at the at a party you can count macros at a work lunch you can wait you and can yeah you can count macros on your vacation in the summer you know all these different things right and then but then there comes a point where it's like yeah well just because you can doesn't mean you should um and you know our own i think our own journeys in self acceptance you can only you can only tell client, you know, you hear clients tell you their heartbreaking stories and tell them, like, show them how, like, the ways they're missing accepting themselves and then do the same shit to yourself. Like, you you can't, you can't, which is why I think coaching is, you know, kind of like how everybody should, like, have to work retail and everybody should have to be, like, a server. I feel like, what if everybody had it, like, was a coach? <laughs> like, like you, it's like putting your own uh journey on... Like uh, giving it an exponent. So, yeah, I think maybe we started because we were, we were avoiding pain and like the pain of maybe who we perceived we've been, we've been, you know, and thinking like thinking that aesthetic results could compensate for, you know, some, All some, un- yeah. some unhealed wounds. Right. And like, uh, which is why I will say, like, I don't think that pursuing fitness is I, I used to think it was superficial. I do not think it's superficial. Can it? Can it be? Um, can it be a mask or a distraction or an avoidance strategy? Absolutely. Which kind of begs the question. It's like it's like learn enough, implement it. How does it feel? You know. It's like I told you. It's like I. I mean, I, I do this in several categories of my life. Like just last week, my therapist was like Heidi, you got to stop buying books. <laughs> you just got to stop. So yeah, to your point. Um,
0: I imagine you guys, I imagine you guys, again, my imagination, not a fact, uh, but I imagine you guys in that moment, learning about macros, applying it, and it working after other mm-hmm. things maybe didn't. And in that moment, for X amount of years, it was such a positive in your lives, and yeah, yeah. and it was you know, it was a it was a Rubik's cube that that sort that sorted a lot of things out. All of a sudden, it was like, oh my god, I see it, I see now, and and for a period of time, it was, I, I I'm I'm saying it for a period of time, it was very positive, but it probably was a distraction or like you hadn't seen in that moment when it was working and everything was like, oh my god, it just I figured it out. said macros, right? Like in that moment, like. Um, you were in it and it, it took like a couple of years later to zoom out and be like, Oh, this, this isn't the only thing. But in the moment it felt like it was fixing a problem that you had had for a while. And only through like, like you said, actually starting to coach people. Did you realize that there was like a little, a little, there's a lot more to it, but it is an, it- it's interesting. Cause in that moment it, you get, you, we get like cool, really drinking the Kool-Aid and we're like, Oh, this fixed it for me. It's going to fix it for everyone. It is this simple. Um, and then you look back maybe 5 or 10 years ago and you're just and and you're like oh or you look back 5 or 10 years later and you're like oh yeah like that was just a pit stop distraction something in an or other non holy contextual part of my journey that you eventually came up with other roadblocks like 2 years into macros working like guess what like something else needed to be worked on where natalie said she was like flirting with some some disordered eating stuff and so you know i think that there's like a It's just tricky when you get really excited about something to like, it's hard to see the forest from the trees sort of thing where you're like, yeah, I'm really in this right now. And it fixed a problem that I have, but I got to be aware that this is not like a, there's a good word that I'm mixing. It's a, it's like a cure all, it's like a cure for all things, but there's a word that's, that's really nice and poignant here, but I won't, I forget it. Um, But yeah, it's a, a, um, oh, it's a, a panacea. Is that the word I'm thinking of? Define,
1: mm, yeah, define,
0: panacea—a solution or remedy to all difficulties. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, what I was looking done. for. Oh, bam. Um, And yeah, and I just think amazing
2: to watch Jordan's brain work in real time. Yeah, I just
1: think when you join our program, you can do that too.
0: Anyway, I just think (laughs) of that with you. I just think of that with all of us. We learn something, we get excited, we think it's the the, this panacea. We're all excited about it, and then five years later, Mm -hmm. we realize, oh there was really more to it. And if you can acknowledge that there's probably more to it, like while you're in it, like you can probably like not get sucked down a spiral of like 800 Dutch tests and your gut hormone Mm -hmm. and your IgG sensitivity test. You could probably be like, hey, let me zoom out and like take it all in context along the way. I know we only have a minute left. you point guys, of the yeah.
1: content though, it's like kind of full circle. It's like please follow people who you see evolving along with you. You might not be at the same pace as them, but like if you, as you watch them throughout the years evolve their thoughts and and the content that they teach you and the content they create, you that should be someone you're excited to follow. Like if you're following somebody and you can scroll like five scrolls, ten scrolls down, and it's the same kind of stuff that they were pitching to you like four years ago, and their thoughts about it is the same. Like maybe you've evolved past them too. Like like keep an open mind that you might have evolved outside of your content as well. Right. And it's no longer serving you. And so while we were kind of, um, dare I say it groundbreaking a couple of years ago with the stuff that we would kick out, we're kind of in that place now. Like people are like not super into trauma. They're like, really like, I don't need therapy. That was the best I saw. Like I don't need therapy since someone who really, really needs therapy. therapy. <laughs> um, but it's just like, we, Yeah. So like we're, people aren't super interested in what we're doing because they're like, I don't need that. I just need to lose weight and like get fit and my whole life will be solved. But like mark our words, same with your page Jordan Mm -hmm. in about a year or two, everyone will realize that this was happening and we will have been already doing it because this is just what it's like to create content that is important to you, meaningful to you and life changing for yourself. Right? Like if it's important to me and important to Heidi, we post it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with you, Jordan, I know you do that too. It's like, we want to have fun. We want to enjoy the content we create, but if it is not serving you don't follow like us included, right. If it's Mm -hmm. hidden too close to home and you're like, I really just want to know like better protein tips, then there's, uh, I can direct you to about 500 pages. that could do that for you happily. Yeah. I enjoy doing that. And that's totally
2: fine. There's somebody for something for everybody on the gram. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if this is if this is too much of a sidebar, but, um, you know, a few years ago I read this thing, you know, people always ask me about my daughter, Maddie, like, where is she on the spectrum? Is she high functioning or she, or she low functioning? Um, and I read this thing about how it's really much better to look at autism spectrum as a scatter plot where you were, you're going to be, you're going to be have more proficiency in certain areas than other. Right. Um, you know, she has great, she has now she has great language skills, but obviously, you know, but she misses a lot of social cues or, or things like that. And which is also why people, you know, like I have family members who are just close enough that they can pass to norm pass for quote normal. And I actually feel like that is a much more difficult place to be because it's like, why, why do you have those certain deficiencies? Right. And when, 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 it makes so much more sense to people like you're low functioning on the spectrum, so you, you know, you have you're you're limited in all areas, right? But that's really not how it works. And I feel like you really nailed it when you're like open your mind that this might not be the only thing. Definitely pursue it. Like fitness is so good for you for your mental health, for your self confidence Concept like it's so and protein so goals amazing. I mean, protein goals. Yeah, protein yeah. goals. They, I mean, also really good for uh, not only building muscle but regulating your energy, which is going to affect how you perceive yourself and all kinds of different things, right? It's so useful, but just open your mind that there might be other things going on as well, because the more extreme you get in one area, you can probably be pretty sure you're overcompensating, um, for some, some other things that need some attention. So,
0: Excellent. Let's, let's, let's put a pin in that for now. Wonderful. Nice little short episode, guys. 26 minutes. We did a pretty good job. I thought we could actually, I bet we could expand on that a little bit, but, um, but I, but I'm happy with that. I think, uh, yeah, I won't even try and wrap it up in, in, in one sentence or two, but cause the whole podcast was pretty short. So any, 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 any ending thoughts, guys? Last thought, just like care about your feed yeah, yeah. sure about it I'm and if you're
1: allowed to like what you like and consume what you want to
2: consume because that is what creators are out for like yeah. yeah we're
1: all not for everybody but
2: and also like you know consider social media at its best is connecting people so if you are if you like content engage with it because you know doom scrolling and just like being a consumer 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 can also kind of drag you down like you know interact be present interact yeah I've, enjoy, I've had some, enjoy yourself out there i've
0: had some clients where i like in a check-in i'll ask like you know, what's been your vibe on social media lately? Like, how, how's that been affecting your thoughts and feelings about stuff? And a, a, a notable percentage of people are like, hey, I've taken a step back from like, I don't really consume that much fitness content. And as much as that like, is hurts my bottom line in some way. Like, <laughs> I think it's also because that person has said, hey, instead of going to the doom scroll, I've hired one person whom I trust and I'm gonna utilize that one person and I'm gonna block out a little bit of the noise. And so I, th- I see that as like a trade. They're like, hey, I hired you so I wouldn't have to figure out via this whole doom scroll, 900 pieces of stimuli. And so I think that that's a, a, not a metaphor, but an example of like curating where you're getting your your yes. pieces of information from, and kind of decreasing the number of different people. The, the, the follow-up question is like, how do you find those people that are like more trustworthy and more knowledgeable? Who's really evidence-based and all that stuff? And that's a that's a difficult thing to do, but if you can make a best guess, best judgment after getting to know people through social media, then I think that's a good idea. super good. Gang, we're going to end it there. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Where Optimal Meets Practical. If you liked the episode, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media or left a five-star review on iTunes. That stuff really helps. If you ever want to get in touch with me, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jordan Fitness. I'm always around to chat. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.